tips. Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Ah, uh, yes, hello. Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. Joey Montagna, Mark War here for another edition. Good morning, Junior, as we speak on this Thursday morning. Uh, how's the week been, mate? G'day, Joey. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been wet again up in Sydney. I went to Shane Warne's funeral last Sunday, which is a moving uh, experience. Um, on the punt-wise, it was a bit up and down last weekend, but uh, we got our best bets home at the races, Joey, so uh, it was okay. We did. We had a good day on the track, but off the track, particularly me with St Kilda, and we'll touch on that a bit later, but gee, weren't they disappointing. But the big news of the week in the sporting world has been the retirement of Ash Barty, world number one, just coming off of Wimbledon and Australian Open, 25 years of age, and she's hung up the rackets. And uh, before I get your thoughts, let's just take a listen to Ash Barty's career on radio. I think at the moment I'm the highest ranked 15-year-old in the world for WTA, which is, you know, it's a good feeling to have. Uh, it's put a little bit of pressure on me, but now I'm, I'm used to it. I don't really think about it when I play, so, yeah, I just go out there and play. Here comes true. Australia's Ash Barty is Wimbledon champion. Ashley Barty. Being with Ash throughout the journey along the way and seeing the the time, the sacrifice, the effort and everything that she's been through, uh, it's just extraordinary. And I think what we can all agree on is the fact that she does it with such grace and with Mm. such integrity about how she goes about her business. And I I think she sets a really good example for the sport in Australia about how to be a champion and do it on the big stage. Ash Barty is the Australian Open champion. The most important part of this tournament is being able to share it with so many people, and you guys today in the crowd have been nothing shy of exceptional. Now, certainly one of the highlights of the Australian Open, and fair to say, Junior, one of Australia's most likeable sports persons, isn't she? She's been wonderful, particularly in tennis, where we've got a few other questionable characters that have played tennis <laughs> for Australia in recent times. She's just, you can't not like her and what she's been able to do and how she uh, acts and, and carries herself for Australia. Yeah, she's so humble, Joey. She's such a, a champion too. Like she's at the top of a sport. Um, you're right. She's you know the girl you could just go down the coffee shop and have a chat to. She's you know she keeps a, a very simple life. Uh, she's not get carried. She doesn't get carried away with her own importance, which is really good to see these days in a sports person. But it's it's a shock. I don't. I can't work it out yet. Why she's um why she's hung the racket up for a little while. I reckon she'll be back. But in tennis sure or when. in another, I've got a gut feel we'll see her in another sport. I think that maybe at 25 years of age, she's got it in her head. There's another sport, whether it's golf. I think there's a chance it might be AFLW. She loves her her Aussie rules. I'm just thinking whether she's thought, well, I've played, represented, you know, cricket at a high mm-hmm. level professionally. I've done tennis now. I want to try a third sport. So I'm with you. I think we'll see her bob up somewhere. It might even be golf. Apparently, she's a very, very good golfer. Might yeah. want to have a crack at that. So looking forward to seeing where she bobs up. But we wish Ash Barty. All the very best uh, in in her retirement. Yeah, for sure. Um, The other big news, of course, is the cricket. The third test in Pakistan. Uh, We need to win this one. It wasn't going too far up until about the last hour and a half, hour or so Mm. last night. And then uh, Mitch Stark and Cummins ripped through the tail. And now as we start uh, day four today, we're in a pretty handy position to, uh, to try and knock them over on day five. Yeah, we are. And hope everyone took my advice last week. I said back Australia to win and the draw. You do both of them and you cannot lose, and that's the situation now. Pakistan can't win this test match. It's really only Australia or a draw. 134 ahead 
I think um, they've got a bat with a lot of intent today, Australia. If they can get to 340, 350 ahead on this and, you know, give Pakistan that to chase on the fifth day or maybe just declare before stumps today, I think Australia have a great chance of winning given the pitch is starting to just do a little bit. It's starting to reverse swing, a bit of spin there, some pressure there as well with the bat. Um, almost give Pakistan a bit of a sniff that so they can win and they do play their shots rather than just shut up shot. But I think there's only two results, you know, the draw and Australian win and probably Australia be slight favourites at this stage. Yeah, we hope so, and we expect that over the next couple of days. So looking forward to that. Now, if we go back and cast our mind to last week on the show, and we took a look at our our bets on the, uh, particularly in, on the races, you were pretty keen on Animo. You thought that was the best bet of the weekend. Didn't let us down. Won easily, didn't it, Animo? Mm, and about eight, I think. Yeah. So Animo won easy. You were that was your best bet of the weekend, Junior. Uh, for mine, I had a couple of best bets. I was pretty keen on Gentleman Roy. I thought that was a two horse race, and it won easy. There was money yep. for it. All banter at Morfittville. I went a bit left field. That was also a very good bet. And I went with I'm Thunderstruck each way as my other bet for the weekend. And once the money came for Zaki, it looked like it was a red flag, but it still ran a terrific second. Got $2.80 the place. So we had a nice profit yeah. uh, on the track. Yeah, you did well, Joey. That, um, well, that race was just a, a joke, that Australian Cup. They just went so slow. Zaki yeah. just sat outside the leader and almost impossible to run a good horse down like that. So the sectionals made it tough for any of the, the back markers. But, yep, yeah, you uh, you did well, mate, to, off the track. And a bit of profit there. So we're off and running now. We're off, off and the running. track. Got we're going profit. well. Yeah, but now we need to look ahead to this weekend. And uh, where do you want to take us? You've got a couple in your own stable and then a couple of your best bets for us, Junior. Oh, we've got runners uh, from pillar to post in the next four days. So... That's the Kim War Stable. So we'll start uh, this afternoon at Hawkesbury. It should be time to get on there. We've got a, a runner in race four, number two, Shawbreak. He's he's around the $6 mark. He's a, a really good each-way bet today. That's Shawbreak today on Thursday. Then we go to Saturday at Rose Hill. And we've got three runners at Rose Hill on Saturday. Race one, we've got Holy Rain in the midway uh, race. Uh, he's thirty, about thirty-one dollars, and about eight or nine dollars a place currently. He's he's a good place bet, so he's he's probably more the place. I think I think he can he'll get back, but run home hard. So hopefully he can, can fill a hole there at Big Odds. Then we go to the Doncaster Prelude. We've got uh, number ten Ashman. Uh, look, he's a real dry tracker. So the way the weather is, uh, we'll probably have to run him, but he's not going to be suited on a wet track. But he is going well. He ran second in the national sprint at Canberra a couple of weeks ago. Then we go to the Star Kingdom Stakes. Uh, it's a group race. We've got our one of our best horses resuming from a long spell, Trumbull. So it's number four, Trumbull, in race nine, the Star Kingdom Stakes. He's about $20-odd and $6 a place. He hasn't uh, raced for a while. Wet track's a bit of a query first up, but he's a very smart sprinter on his day. So hopefully he can run a race. I'm not tipping him, but, um, you know, I think he, if he's at his best, you know, he's definitely a place chance at big odds there, Trumbull. Then we go to the home track on Saturday at Wyong. We've got the Provincial Midway Championship Heat. So this is a $150,000 race. You've got to run in the first two to qualify for the final on April 9. The fields aren't out, but I know it's race six. We've got two runners there. We've got French Bonnet and Different Strokes, both first up from a spell, both going really well. They'll give you a good sight. Uh, French Bonnet will probably up, be up the front and give you a good run for your money. Different Strokes will get back in the race and run home hard. So just keep an eye on those two. French Bonnet and Different Strokes at Wyong Race 6 on Saturday. Then we go out to Wellington. And you say, why are we going to Wellington? Well, we're looking for a dry track for some horses. And the Wellington Cup's on, on Sunday. $100,000 race over 1,700 metres. We've got two runners in the Wellington Cup. We've got White Boots. And we've got Trajection. So... Uh, I don't think the prices are out just yet on those that race, but uh, both those horses will give you a good sight in the Wellington Cup on Sunday. Then in race two, we've got a maiden called Global Encounter. 
He was just beaten uh, at Canberra last start. Went good. He's in race two, so he'll be hard to beat. So uh, there's the wash-up of the war stable. So as far as probably a best bet with the weather around, uh, it's difficult. But I think French Bonnet probably on Saturday uh, in the provincial midway heat uh, should be pretty hard to beat. And we're just sort of hoping for the others. Maybe Wellington Cup can back both Trajection and White Boots. They'll be decent odds. Beautiful. Looking forward to that so one. That's and then the what war about uh, yeah? What about your couple of your best that you've yep. got uh, your eye on over the weekend? Well, okay, Joey, I found it impossible at Rose Hill, that, um, right. given the, the way the rain is and the, the big fields. But I did come up with uh, one in race three, the Neville Selwood Stakes. That's a two thousand metre race. I've gone down the bottom there in the weights, uh, although there's not much spread of weights between the top and the bottom. But number thirteen, Polly Gray. This is Chris Waller trained horse. He's a real wet tracker. He's two from two. Track and distance. Uh, wasn't suited last start in the Coolmore over 1,500. Up to 2,000 metres, third up in the spell. You know, I think around the 650, Charlie. I'm not sure what you've got there Paying for us. $6 currently. $6. So that's a good each-way bet. Race three, Polly Gray at Rose Hill. We can have an each-way bet, can't we, as a best bet? Yeah, that's all right, isn't it? Those odds. And then I'm going to go down to Mornington. Yep. I'm going down to the Mornington Cup. Uh, always a good meeting, isn't it? The, the Mornington Cup day down there on the peninsula. I'm going in the Cup, actually. And to number four, Crystal Pegasus, uh, the Chris Waller trained horse. This horse is flying. It's won three on the trot, so it's going for four straight. Craig Williams gets on. Uh, Charlie, what price we've got Crystal Pegasus in the morning in Cup race at $2. six? $2.80 currently. At $2.80. So that's my best bet. Craig Williams to ride. He's got a great turn of foot, um, Crystal Pegasus. I'm hoping he can just track up behind what looks a pretty genuine pace in that race with Gay Waterhouse's runner, Sacramento. Pondus will probably go forward for the Williams camp. So Crystal Pegasus to run home over the top. There's uh, the two bets. Uh, race three, number 13 in Sydney, Polly Gray, about $6 each way. And then your best, Crystal Pegasus in the Mornington Cup. I was going to start. I've got three in Mornington. We've got Mornington Cup Day, obviously, as you just said, in, in Melbourne. Mm. I was going to have a little bet in the Mornington Cup as well. But now I feel a bit bad oh, going that's slightly all right. against you, Junior, because... okay. Of course, Crystal Pegasus had it marked as clearly the, the horse to beat, but I don't mind Sacramento each way. I think Mornington has always been a bit of a leader bias track. If you can get a bit of control at Mornington and just come around that bend, you can give a good sight. And I just thought it's $6 each way. I know Crystal Pegasus and Pondus are the shorties, but won the Canberra Cup easy over 2000 You know it'll be rock hard fit up on speed. Mm. I just think at the $6, it's not a bad each way bet, but maybe there we can, uh, the punters can have a bit of a, a win in an each-way bet or maybe a... A Zachter or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just uh, play around with those two. I think uh, I think Sacramento will give you a good run for your money up on speed, but I think you're right. Crystal Pegasus is clearly the horse to beat. Then in race seven, I like these New South Wales horses that come down in this sort of the off-peak season of Melbourne. Mm. Uh, the Hariba Stakes, I like Superior at about $5. Um, it's got form behind like Overpass and Lost and Running in Sydney, which is great form. Then it comes down to Melbourne behind Bermudez and in the boat. It's got a sticky gate, which is the only issue, but I think it'll get back. Of course, it'll need a bit of luck, but if it if it can, I think it's got a good turn of foot. And at $5, I like Superior race seven as an each-way bet. And my best for the weekend, I like race eight, ancient girl trained by Clint McDonald in the Mornington Guineas. Bolted in the Morfittville Guineas. Uh, it's got form behind Barb Raider and Cardigan Queen. I think that's a strong form race for this. Uh, a bit of spruik on this horse. So, ancient girl. But I know you also like one in the uh, Mornington Guineas too. Uh, no, in the Hariba Stakes, Joey, against oh, you Hariba. again. You're yeah, talking about sorry. the Sydney form. I liked uh, I liked the, the Peter and Paul Snowden horse, Signore Fox. I think he's well-graded and he's down in Melbourne because he likes firm tracks. So, he's one to keep an eye on in that race as well. So, Maybe we haven't exactly with the, the Sydney horses in the Hariba Stakes as well, race seven. Beautiful. Very good. There's a few tips there for everyone to follow. 
And then if we go off the track now and we take a look at the uh, the, the uh, footy codes, I'll uh, start with you, Junior, in the NRL. You were very good last week. You like Canterbury again. They got the chocolates. We peer pressured you into putting Addo Carr in to be the, uh, a try scorer any time to boost the odds. We've got to learn. Yeah. Don't just try and boost the odds. Take the profit. You were pretty keen, so we <laughs> yeah. apologise for that, but uh, you're right. going to have another crack at it again. No, you cost me there, you boys. Uh, <laughs> the, the same game, multi. But I'm going to – well, we've got to go to the Parramatta versus the Storm game, which is going to be a great game, actually. Two very good sides. I'm just keeping it simple um, this week. I just want to just want to tuck one off the pads for a couple down to, to square leg. I don't want to hit a big six. So I'm going with the Storm at the handicap. Minus four and a half at, I think, $1.95 into Xavier Coates to score a try. Anytime try score at around the $1.72. Charlie, what can you give us there for the odds for that uh, same game multi? The That's Storm at minus four and a half into Xavier Coates. Currently playing $2.85, so nearly three bucks. All right. Can you give us three bucks? No. No, nah, not, not at the moment. We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> see how, the, see okay. how the injuries come out. Okay. Well, that's my same game multi for the weekend. Um, yeah. Like it. I'm keeping like it simple. It. Keeping yep, it simple. That, yep. That's on the Blue Bet app. Jump on. Have a look at those odds. I've got two bets uh, or two tips that I like in the AFL this week. I think there are five good things that I like to win. So Just five wanna, good things. Jeez. Yeah, just the five. I think they should all win. Well, I think Brisbane Lions will beat Essendon. I really like Brisbane. Uh, said on our first show that they were my tip to challenge Melbourne for the flag. They beat Port Adelaide, which is a strong form race. I think Brisbane will beat Essendon. Port Adelaide will definitely beat the Hawks at home. Melbourne will definitely beat the Gold Coast Suns. Fremantle, I think, will beat St Kilda back at home. I'm not convinced about the Saints. I'm off them after my uh, tipping mm. them as my best bet of the week last week. But I like Fremantle. And the other one is Geelong, uh, Friday night. I'm pretty bullish on the Cats to beat the Swans. I think that they are flying at the moment. Sydney had a good win, but I'm pretty bullish on Geelong. So I'm tipping Geelong, Brisbane, Port, Melbourne, and Frio. If you added those five up, Charlie, what would the punters get if they wanted to put them in a Go on, Charlie. Six dollars ninety-six, so almost seven, seven bucks. Basically there. seven dollars for those Jeez, five. For five win. winners. Jeez. So the Cats is the only one that is a you know a bit of a fit. They're the slight outsiders. They're the ones that are a bit but otherwise, yeah. if they get over the line Friday night, I'm pretty sure Brisbane, Port, Melbourne, and Frio will all win over the weekend. So that's uh yeah. They're my tips. And then for a same-game multi, for those that want to have a play in the Geelong-Sydney game, I'm just going to take Geelong, pick your own line, about 10.5, just to be a bit safe, give yourself a, a little bit of a buffer so they can still get within 11 points uh, or win. And then some goal kickers to add to the multi. Franklin will definitely kick a goal. I'm not sure whether he'll get his four this week for the 1,000. Uh, he might have to wait one more week, but he'll definitely kick at least one. So will Tom Hawkins. That's money for jam. Luke Parker is spending a little bit more time forward. He kicked five last week. He'll hit the scoreboard again, as will Dangerfield, who always does, and he's playing a bit forward. So those four to kick a goal. And then add in Dangerfield to get 20-plus disposals. Young Justin McInerney, who's a star at halfback for Sydney, he'll get 20-plus. And Brandon Parfit, who's almost uh, the, the pillar in the midfield for the Cats this year, to get 20-plus as well. And what would that give us, Charlie, if we put all them together in a same-game multi? Uh, $7.25. So a couple of $7 uh, bets, multis Ooh. for the weekend for the footy, for those that want to have a play in the footy. Fingers crossed. All right. Can I just mention another NRL game? This is going Absolutely. to be an absolute cracking game on Friday night. The Rabbitohs versus the Roosters. Now, this is a big mm. a big grudge game. We all saw Latrell Mitchell last year knock Joey Manu out, basically with a, a sort of a, a tackle that went wrong. So there's been plenty of talk uh, in the media about how this game could possibly erupt. You know, I think it could. I think there's going to be a lot of feeling in this game. This is Friday night. At the moment, the Rabbitohs are slight outsiders in this game against the Roosters, and I, I think 
they're a bit of value. You know, I think they're going to be so fired up. Hopefully Latrell Mitchell can keep his cool because they're going to bait hmm. him. There's no doubt about it. The Roosters are going to bait him and probably Cody Walker as well from the Rabbitohs. But this this game, you've got to watch it uh, Friday night. So, yeah, I'm going to be cheering for the Rabbitohs in that one. You know, at, at the odds, I think they're around about $2.35 head-to-head against the Roosters. So there you go. Watch that game. Beautiful. Yeah, that will be a cracker. Do you want to put that in your in our uh, little multi, the three of us, to throw out? We're going to have a team multi, or you got something else you want to put in? Uh, I, I did have something else, but I'm, I'm happy yeah. to throw that in, actually. Now, we'll go with the Rabbitohs uh, to beat the Roosters. I, I, I did like the Broncos at minus five and a half, a dollar eighty against the Cowboys, but um, we'll go a bit of value. We'll, we'll go the Rabbitohs to, to, to knock off the Roosters. We'll have that in my show multi. Can you two blokes pick up your game, by the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. this week? <laughs> Apologies. I did have St Kilda. To, uh, Charlie, no, you were useless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did watch that. I thought, oh, here we go. Newcastle Knights, West Tigers. Oh, please. No Ponga. I'll try and be Maybe better that. than that, boys. I'm sorry about that. I was even <laughs> texting you in the group chat going, oh, Ponga's out. How good well, is this? Well, and Joey yeah. stuffed it up early, though. Yeah, we I did. Gone it was, on, I was out with the Saints. Be- um, before the weekend, even got underway. I'm going a bit of a, just a sure thing this week. Uh, Port Adelaide will beat the Hawks back at Adelaide. I'm going to take Port at the line. I think it's about 25, 26 points the line. They should cover that, Port Adelaide. That'll be too good for the Hawks. So Port Adelaide at the line is my show multi. Charlie? Charlie, come on. Come so on. I've gone for an anytime try score in the rugby league. Uh, Panthers are taking on the Knights on Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Um, and I'm going for Isaac Targo to score a try. He looked really good in the opening couple of rounds. He's a young... Rookie has come through the Panthers system, um, and he's paying, I think, $2.88 to score any time. Um, yeah, so that's mine for this week. All right. So what's what do we got there? We've got Can the Rabbitohs. for us, yeah, Charlie? Yeah, the Rabbitohs what, what the win? the line again that you Port took? Adelaide to cover the line in the Port Adelaide v. the Hawks game, and then Targo to score any time try for the Panthers. Paying $12.85 at the moment. Oh, nice one. Tell you nice what, one. we need a full-time secretary to... to uh, yeah, get Joey's, yeah, do, Joey's yeah. bets down. <laughs> well, hopefully those listening can uh, yeah. can go back, have a listen again, put them down, and then hold us accountable next week. But uh, we wish you all the best punters. Gamble responsibly, of course. But this has been another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. All the best to you, Junior, over the weekend. Yeah, you too, Joey, Charlie, and the punters. Back a winner.